Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's the Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on in. It's a big day. It's the day before game day, but it is the opening day of the NBA season, Gordon, and uh, we're going to be talking a lot of NBA. It's our annual NBA roundtable show kicking off at 4 o'clock. That's always... That's always a uh, pleasure to be a part of. It is. Pleasure. We're going to have... Terrible pleasure. We're going to have the staff uh, all out and be a part of the show today. Uh, joining in the 4 o'clock hour will be Hans, Scotty, and David James. And jumping on in the 5 o'clock hour will uh, be PK and Tony Parks. And, uh, of course, Austin back at uh, our Carrier Studios at Vivint Smart Home Arena will sprinkle in his wisdom as we go. Do we? Uh, uh, do, does he rotate out, too? Uh, well, somebody has to make sure that, uh, you know. <laughs> Someone's got to guard the uh, Somebody's got to be the adult <laughs> on the show, and Austin uh, drew the short straw. So Austin back at our uh, our carrier studios running the good ship lollipop, but we will, uh, yes, get Austin's take on things. Although Austin, you guys are, that, yeah, uh, you're, you're close enough. I could probably run over, do the segment, run back, and hit play on the commercials. I don't know. That's actually true because yeah, we're, we're right across the street. <laughs> we're here at Wise Guys Comedy Club at the Gateway. So, Austin, are you mature enough to handle that responsibility? I was going to say, Jake, uh, <laughs> put the job description out there, and I don't qualify. So, you're the you're the parent of the show. Hmm. This is like Lord Never of really the Flies. Looked. I don't know. Never. <laughs> <laughs> things, oh things are going to go smoothly. Yes. Have optimism. Uh, usually, uh, uh, our roundtables are, are produce classic radio moments, so we're excited to have everybody uh, here at Wise Guys and get the NBA started on the right foot. So that all starts at four o'clock. We'll be uh, pretty college football focused in the three o'clock hour as well. I talked to Bowler and uh, I said, "Are you going to come by for the roundtable?" And he said, "I don't think I could get a word in edgewise." Uh, that that could actually be true because, you know, sometimes they turn into a bit of a, you know, fist fight for attention. <laughs> fist fight. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. Uh, but it's always fun. Bowler so uh, said he might stop by tomorrow before uh, before the game, so we, we can look forward to that. Well, that if would he doesn't come by today. Uh, that would be awesome. 
any bowler we can get is yeah. uh, is good. Uh, and then we're we're doing one other fun thing before we launch into the uh, before we launch into the split story of the day. And uh, let's bring let's bring Carly on. Carly, come over here, Zach. Can we get Carly uh, Carly set up. Uh, we've we've got a, a really fun promotion. And uh, Carly joins us now, Carly Robbins, who, by the way, Gordon, is, uh, is married to a lifelong friend of mine. How about that? Who? Oh, Brian. But uh, yeah, we, uh, we grew up together. We grew up uh, right down the road from, uh, where, you, from uh, where you live. So. Well, uh, is, that, uh, is that, I mean, do you have stories to tell? Uh, oh, no, just, you know, normal childhood, childhood <laughs> Nothing stuff. Nothing that would surprise you. No, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Brian is, however, a huge jazz fan. I know that. He's... Uh, he's very vocal about his jazz fandom. Good. Healthy. Uh, Carly, tell us, uh, before we kind of launch this thing, tell us uh, you play a really important role at the arena for every game, and anybody who's gone to a game has enjoyed the fruits of your hard work. So the, I hope so. Tell us uh, kind of your role, because it looks, it looks like a lot of hectic fun, <laughs> like high pressure but fun. Controlled chaos. That's a perfect way to describe it. Uh, technically, I guess my title is the director of entertainment, and that's my job is to entertain the fans as they come watch games. That's a bigger and bigger responsibility these days, because they want to. You want to make uh, make it bigger than just watching a game. You know, people can sit at home and watch it on TV, but you come to the arena and you get the whole shebang. That's exactly the point. Yes, so you'll see me on the court wearing a headset. Running around usually, bouncing around and and in game experience, it's it's so good at the arena every single night. You guys just do an incredible job. Thank you. And so we're happy to be on board for for this fun thing we're doing today. So here's here's kind of the deal. Uh, we want to hook up a listener with a pair of tickets to see opening night. Pair of tickets to tomorrow night's game against uh, so, so far so City. good. Uh, dinner included. Whoa. Hello. Yes. Highfalutin. You'll be going in style. And then here's the thing. It, it, you're doing a halftime event. Uh, there's going to be Buco. I mean, it's opening night, so the, the prizes are going to be awesome. They're, I, I've heard little rumors, and they're they're pulling out all the stops. Oh, good. So you participate in this halftime event with all this uh, all this on the line, and it's going to be uh, kind of describe. We can't tell exactly what it's going to be, but Carly, it's going to be kind of a game show type feel. To That's it. exactly what it's going to be. We're looking for one contestant to come and play a game show with us at halftime, and they'll walk away hopefully with prizes and maybe some cash nothing personal or embarrassing right nope and not even trivia related mm. so <laughs> you right. really don't uh, have to have too many qualifications for it, this one it's it's gonna be fun yeah so they they came to us to, today gordon and the big show and they said hey do you want to help us with this opportunity and i said uh yeah, this yeah. is right up our listeners' alley, and plus somebody gets to go to the game, and so a dinner too. So come down and uh, and talk to Carly to enter to win. Yeah, I'll be looking for you. Thank you, Carly. Thank You're the you. best. All right, there you go. That's Carly Robbins. So come down here. We're going to give somebody a chance to go to the game, dinner included, and you could walk away with uh, with unbelievable prizes. Yeah, what's uh, what's not to like about that? So come down. We are at Wise Guys. 
We are in the gateway. Of course, uh, I think everybody knows where uh, where we are. But if you want to plug it into the GPS, it's 194 South, 400 West. But we're right on the corner right. uh, of the gateway. Easy to find. So get down here. We have jazz gear for everybody as well. And the whole gang is going to be here. So, And we're hoping to bump into uh, our friend Keith Stubbs. Where is uh, Keith? I, Where I is not, the old codger? We haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, I, I haven't uh, seen him yet. But, of course... Keith has uh, been doing his thing with Wise Guys for years. Uh, he he did a lot of uh, a lot of radio back in the day. He did, and uh, he he's he's the best. So, and what he does and the acts he brings into Wise Guys, it's amazing. Yes. So, uh, I, I'll tell him this. But I, have you ever considered if somebody were to write a tell-all book, who you would want the that that person to be? Like, have you ever thought of things that in that perspective? Like, if Keith wrote a tell-all book. <laughs> <laughs> Where he didn't pull out any names or any, I mean, he really told it all. It would be incredible. You mean along the lines of, say, Elton John? Whatever. But isn't, I mean, isn't his uh, autobiography just like uh, naming every name? I don't know. I hadn't that, heard that's that. just what I heard. I don't know. I haven't wow. read it. But uh, yeah, Keith could write a good one. Well, his his role, uh, comedy role uh, in the comedy world, both on the road as mm-hmm. a performer and uh, owning Wise Guys, bringing in all these crazy famous acts, and his connection. His brother is a college football coach, so he's got this this unique insight and connection to the sports world. Yeah, he's uh, he's a big sports guy. I did. Uh, I, I I was privileged to do a week's worth of shows with Keith one week, and then I've done other smatterings of shows with him with him filling in and just a terrific guy funny guy fun guy and uh runs a great place if you wrote a tell-all it'd be pretty good yeah if austin wrote a tell-all it would be scathing do do i have to tell the truth because if i have to tell the truth then it would be very interesting well that's the idea and short (laughs) very uh short kidding would not be short because I've lived a long life. That is true. Uh, so come see us. We're here at Wise Guys. We're at the Gateway, and uh, we're going to do our NBA roundtable starting at 4 o'clock. But until then, Gordo, let's talk a little college football. It's time for something we like to call the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. It is. And The Zone Sports Network. Tanner Mingham with us. What a win for BYU over the weekend. The program needed that in the worst way. Seriously, though, they needed that one. And, and I was surprised, I'll be honest. I did not see that coming. I, I, don't, I don't know if a lot of people did. Uh, you know, if you're just objectively looking at it, how solid Boise Days looked all year and how inconsistent BYU's been. And I straight up said, I think Boise State's going to come in and take care of business. But I was surprised. It caught Boise State off guard as well. I think they weren't expecting BYU to come out and play the way they did. But the program, they needed that one. And I think that's going to be a big momentum shifter for them moving forward for the rest of the year. Here comes your kickoff. Let's see if they let Savon Scarver return this one. Scarver will. From the goal line to the 10, to the 15. Gets a hole, and here we go. They will not catch him. 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. That was a thing of beauty right down the middle of the field. He set it up angling to the right for 
just a moment, then cut back to the left, and it was wide open. Broke a tackle, made the kicker miss. Well, matter of fact, the kicker never, never had a chance. Save on blue right by him. His second kick six of the season. I said, are you going to play Saturday? You would say, Man. you are? Yeah. You are playing. Simple as that, huh? Yeah. How do you feel? Good. <laughs> a man of many words. I, indeed. Uh, by the way, guys in here already grabbing jazz gear. Make sure you talk to make sure you talk to Carly too if you want to go to the game tomorrow. Uh, thanks for coming in. We really appreciate it. Uh, one real quick, uh, just word of advice for people playing Utah State. Don't don't kick, don't kick it <laughs> to save on Scarver. Just don't. It, it's not here odds, we go odds are, it's not gonna go real well for you so don't don't uh, don't do that but a couple things quarterbacks once again uh gordon headline uh the news tyler huntley as we found out on yesterday's show from pk he's gonna play or says at least he's he gonna, says he's uh he's going to says play he's gonna play and he's been playing so very well this year very efficient uh, careful with the ball uh but smart with it too and picking his spots as far as running goes. The only time we've seen him just sort of with his hair on fire was against USC, and I'm not sure that was his fault. Well, and then the, the game against Arizona State was just, I mean, bizarre. That was, because the that weather, was crazy, but yeah. it was impressive nonetheless. Hard-fought hard game and tough weather conditions, and, and the Utes did what they had to do. Uh, they had the turnovers, uh, but the defense was so very good. If I'm an offensive player and I have a defense like that, doesn't that give you confidence? Oh yeah, especially a quarterback because he's the he's the guy you know he's he's the guy who's making the decisions he's the guy that's making everything run and if you know you're gonna if you do have a mishap you know those guys are gonna come out on that field and take care of their business for you so you can take another crack at it next time round but uh, Tyler Huntley is uh, has become a quarterback uh, that's what he is and I mean that in in the best sense um, not to not to just talk about my team. Uh, Gordon, but uh, the progress of Virginia Tech football, the defense under Frank Beamer was was always pretty rock solid with Bud Foster and blah, blah, blah. But they actually became elite as a program when Michael Vick got there and all of a sudden the offense maybe not necessarily caught up with the defense because the defense was the best in the country that particular year. But when the offense became explosive, they went to the national title game. Utah is a little bit similar, right? I mean, how many seasons have we seen the defense prop up the program while the offense does just enough for them to be a good team? Now, with Tyler Huntley playing the way that he's playing, combine that with the best running back in their program's history. Yeah. And the offense becomes that, you know, the really dangerous thing. And then all of a sudden the defense, of yes. course, is, is always there. And now Utah has a chance to be an elite team. The Utes are rounding into shape here, and uh, if that defense continues to play the way it does, then uh, they could win every game they have from here on out. Their problem is that USC could do likewise. Yep. And, and if it does, well, they had the, they had the boo-boo earlier in the year, and uh, or was that the poo-poo? I, I can't remember. No, that was the first week, right? Um, which which would, would not be good for the Utes? They so poo-poo. Yeah, that was week one. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, but they're playing terrific right now, and I would put them up against anybody in the, in the Pac-12. Uh, most, it seems like Oregon is getting a whole lot of run right now nationally. Um, obviously, Oregon also stubbed its toe uh, against Auburn early on, first game of the year. 
And so, uh, but these two teams, it, it would be fascinating if they end up in that championship game. And I don't know what USC is going to do. I don't know how it's going it, to, you know, there's a chance the Utes could be eclipsed from the whole thing. But uh, if they do get in there, I give them every bit of a shot to beat the Ducks. Well, the, you know what's funny about Oregon is, it, you know that old adage that uh, you take on the personality of your head coach? How about Oregon being one of the absolute toughest teams in the league with Mario Cristobal? I mean, they've got they've got an incredible offensive line and a bone-crushing defense. And then Justin Herbert, you know, is is the best quarterback he's in the an, league. He's so an I, NFL quarterback. I mean, they're they're really good, and we we knew they were going to be good with the with the team that they were bringing back. Um, I I don't think they're on that extra extra level Alabama level where they're just going to dismantle everybody that they take on. So you give the nod to the Ducks right now over the Utes. Yeah, I probably would. Yeah. But I, I had them as the best team in the con- in the conference going into the season. So Yeah, yeah. Well, most people had the, or a majority of people had the Utes. And uh, so we'll see. There's no way of proving it until they get an opportunity to play. And obviously they don't play in the regular season. So it would have to be a championship matchup. And uh, Ute fans, I, I hope for you that you get to see that happen because that would be a whale of a game in my opinion, if Tyler Huntley stays healthy. And I don't know. He said he's ready to go. I, you know, because in that second half, he didn't look himself. No, no, he didn't. And I would even consider resting him this week if if needs be or if it's at all, you know, on the the border. Because I don't think... I mean, the, the spread is what it is for a reason, right? I, I mean, Cal is not playing good football. They don't there. have a quarterback. They don't yeah. have a quarterback. The defense is, is still good, but they're not a terrific football team right now. And Jason Shelley, and who knows if they'd even go with Shelley because Drew Lisk is still very much in the conversation. But, well, I'm but Jason Shelley won football games for you yeah. last year. So, I mean, I'm, you I'm, know you're all right. I'm confused by that. Drew Lisk came in for a few plays, and then later on, Jason Shelley came in. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. But uh, speaking of the North, guess who's in second place in the North? The Beeves. Oregon State. It's the Mighty Beeves, yeah. Can you believe that? That is That right there tells you everything you need to know about how crazy it's been in the Pac-12 this year. Yeah, Oregon basically wrapped up the conference. <laughs> or the, or excuse me, the uh, the North Division. So, uh, and then with with BYU, and I heard Scotty and Hans talk about this, and and I thought it was an interesting conversation. If you're Kalani, uh, who are you going to st- uh, start at quarterback? J- uh, Jaron Hall or Baylor Romney? You going to go to the guy that just beat Boise State and tell him to sit down? But at the same time, in today's day and age, should you lose your job to a concussion? That doesn't send a very good message. This is this an easy answer. You go with the guy who's looked the best, including games and practices. So whichever one of those guys has impressed me the most in practice, obviously, if you go by game, then Baylor Romney, I mean, he just beat Boise State. He just beat the number 14 team in the country. And he played pretty good. Well, he, played, excuse me he did doing play it. well. So... Yeah, but you have to rely on what you see with your eyes every day, and that's who I go with. I okay. I, I get there it. are gamers though. Well, I get it, and maybe maybe Baylor Romney is uh, is a gamer. 
But and, he, here's a really big problem in football. Of and and talk to anybody like I used to talk to Tony about this, who spends a lot of time around like high school athletes, for example. There's there's a lot of pressure out there with with head injuries to not say anything mm-hmm. and to not acknowledge that you've you've had a concussion or that you had your quote unquote bell rung because you're going to lose your job. The other guy behind you is is close, and if you if you tell anybody about this you're going to lose your job and it's hard you you know sometimes it's more difficult to spot than others but it's not a good message to bench somebody because of a concussion for the ripple effect that it has in my opinion now maybe i'm a social justice warrior and not and not uh, concerned about players want to win too winning football they want whoever they think is best out there on the field and they usually know i'm worried about the 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 receiver that that takes a huge or or the do you remember um, Woods the the uh, USC wide receiver? Yeah. Uh, do you remember the game when he played at Rice Eccles Stadium and and got hit so hard that he basically I, I think it was he he uh, stumbled around and he was like running to the wrong sideline or something <laughs> like that and then they put him back in the game. Was, like, it, Ro- was it Robert? Robert Woods. Yeah. yeah, they put him back in the game like the the next time the offense was on the field and it's like you can't you can't watch that. And not think that 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 kid just underwent some trauma in the brain area. Right. But when you consider the case of Darren Hall, he's had a lot of time now to recover from that. Right. And I, you know, they have a protocol they go through and whatever. But that happened. He had this last week off and now he's got two weeks before the uh, Utah State game. So how long does it take to recover from it? It's not not about recovery. It's that he'll have lost his job because he got a concussion. Well, but that was that was he was playing. He got a concussion, and now he's not going to be playing. But what 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 message does that send to the team? Did they win the game he played in? Uh, No, they did not. But so you're going in the strict football sense. Uh, we want no, this no, is I what is important. I, no, I hear what you're saying, but that's that's why I go by what I've seen in practice too. I mean, if these two are a virtual tie in practice, then I would go with Romney because he looked better. Wouldn't you agree with that? No. Why not? What do you mean? Why not? If they looked, if, if, it, was, why if not? it was a veritable tie. Then why wouldn't you go with the guy who had the better results on the field against a far better team? I'm so glad you're concerned about the well-being of these athletes, Gordon. That's, well-being, you're, you're what really, well-being you're you're really are you showing would, it? If, if they, come on, you got to be you got to be able to handle that, don't you? We want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Airport Parking. Uh, begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car-to-curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking just off I-80 and Redwood Road, park ride and save. Uh, joining the show right now. Look uh, who walked in. We are at Wise Guys Comedy Club, and I, I want to say right off, uh, we're going to talk about what we're doing here, and, and we want to talk to you, but we want to segment with you coming up next you got it is that all right i'm here man okay all right (laughs) key stubs from the big show thanks for having us man it's great to see you Uh, the kitchen's open by the way so if you guys want some healthy food we have healthy options we have what they call hamburgers we have french fries we have uh, wraps and nachos it's all all the healthy stuff keith knows he he knows us too well he knows us too and by the way keith you are can we say this to? Can a man say this to another? You are one of our favorite people on the entire planet. 
Where'd this come from? What happened? Is this real? No, yeah, it's we're real. just happy to see you. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy to see you guys. Yeah. But, but I didn't know if it was like fake or, no, no, or whatever. It's, if it's some kind real. Of a, no, it's great to see well, you. I'm glad, I'm all the guys, guys feel that way. Well, all, all the guys who ever had a chance to work. Are you guys the only ones that are going to be here, or are there more guys coming? Oh, everybody's They're all coming. coming. Really? Yeah, yeah, the whole staff. Is Hans going to come? Yeah. yeah. Hans okay. is coming. Are you going to yeah. hug, gonna hug me? Yeah, I brace yourself. <laughs> Stay away from him. Remember when he, what did he break on Jay Moore? He broke his like ankle or something like that. Who broke whose? Hans broke Jay's, wasn't that? what it was? I thought it was the other way around. Oh, it was? I don't know. Maybe. Jay's tough. We'll have to ask. Uh, we'll have to ask Hans about that. Yeah, yeah about the hug situation. I'd, I'd prepare. Yeah, there was there was a conversation about a lawsuit at one point between <laughs> well, Jay Moore and Hans. Serious? I'm not kidding you. I got Ooh. phone calls about it. Oh, I'm great. like, dude, I don't know. You guys were just alpha males hugging on each other. <laughs> Somebody got hurt. You move on, right? <laughs> yes, right. It happened in over there in the studio over there at Trolley Corners. It, it, oh it yeah. Was. yeah, yeah. It, 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 it absolutely did. Keith, you remember uh, doing? Show- we did a whole week of shows together. You and I did. And I was impressed with your uh, with your sp- interest and your knowledge of sports uh, you always been that way oh yeah Oh, yeah. I, I was raised in South Carolina. My dad loved sports. My mom didn't really care, but all my brothers played. My brother coached yeah. uh, for many years, coached college football, and I just I love it. Mm-hmm. I love baseball. Not as much. Baseball bores me on TV. Now it's good, but throughout the season, it's it's, it's a long, it's a You long, see what oh, he's wearing on his head? Yeah, he's that. a homer. Oh, he, dude, look, he, we, we're, we will go all the way. It, it starts tonight. I never That's saw that happen until will. a week ago. Right. And then when Virginia <laughs> Tech goes undefeated, uh, yeah. then he's okay with that, too, but when they start losing, you bail. And I say, or, no, be honest, you're not a Nationals fan. Were uh, you an Expo fan? I was an Expos fan, believe okay. it or not. Right. I, as a kid, I'll but, but uh, listen, here's here's the honest truth. I baseball, we have to, you know, we have to consume so many sports and, and, and talk about them. Baseball falls off the radar very easily oh, for me because yeah. the the thirst for information around it uh, on it around here is not great. So yeah, I, I if. I'd be lying if I told you I was a diehard national. I think if there was a team here, that would all change. A major I, I league agree. team. But without that, I think there's it's all splintered. There's too many different teams that people cheer for and fair weather fans. Right. No offense. But, but, How's business? Uh, things are good, man. Things are good. We're just staying busy, working really hard. Uh, I, we have three locations. This new location downtown has been open about four years. Yep. The neighborhood is better uh, than it was. A lot better. There have been improvements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like... Uh, we may all recall. So yeah. things are much better, and we've expanded into this space where we are right now. It's, it's beautiful. Bowler and I came by, and we saw a show, brought our wives, and Keith, you treated us like gold, appreciated that. But we had a fantastic time. We were laughing our heads off. It, it's really fun to be here. You saw the Sklar brothers. Yeah, we did. Jason they're and amazing. Randy. Yeah. I've seen them, too. Good guys. Jason and Randy Sklar, and you guys came, so yeah. we appreciate it. Well, what's coming up? What's on the schedule? Who's coming in? Uh, Adam Carolla is this weekend. Oh, nice. You know Adam Carolla from the yeah, Man Show sure and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And then coming up, uh, Sinbad is coming. Brendan Schaub is coming. He was an MMA guy. He's a comic now. Very funny. Um, Kevin Nealon from SNL. Uh, yeah. David Spade from SNL. Rob Schneider's coming back. Um, so a lot of the SNL dudes are coming in. Spade's new show is funny. It is funny. I, had I watch it every night. Yeah, I had low expectations. And it's, <laughs> it's funny. I watch it every night. And I know a lot, you know, a lot of the dudes, a lot of the comics on right. there I'm familiar with. But I truly record it, and I watch it, and then I go night-night. How often does the old veteran get up in front of everybody and do, uh, do Can a Can I tell you? Not, not nearly enough. 
not nearly enough. I'm, I'm still you know you could do something about that. I do. I know I can. <laughs> but, here's guy. but here's the problem. When you own the biz like I do, um, it's difficult because you're wrapped up into what's happening in the building, right? You got everything happening. You got customers. You got nachos. You got wait staff. You have people wanting to go out and vape. You got all the nonsense. <laughs> and then to try to get my head on straight where I go up on stage and entertain. And then people go, oh, that's the dude that uh, my nachos aren't any good. And that's the, so then... <laughs> I'm already in a bad position. So, no, it's, it's difficult. So I do a lot of private gigs. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I still can slang, I think. <laughs> I used to could. I don't you, know. You know those, private, uh, those private shows. I remember, do you remember this, Keith? It was, there was a year that we had some comedian come in from one of the company things. And I'll tell you, it was a tough crowd. And, that, and, okay, hold on. Remember real, that? real quick. Do you remember this? I want to know if this guy is still doing comedy after this, because if he is, <laughs> I mean, bless him. But uh, it was at the Old Simmons. It was, it was during the economy, rough days. Okay? Yeah. And, and the, the morale amongst the building was not. <laughs> now, was this a Simmons media event? It yeah. was the Christmas, Christmas. party. Okay, yeah. And had you a, had one of your guys come. And well, here's it, what they did. They said, we don't have any money, but we can give them some swag. So they give them old, you know, Jack FM bumper stickers or whatever. <laughs> and so I have to ask a favor to get a buddy of mine to come up there and take a bullet. And there's oh. no way, there's no way in the world I would perform for co-workers. That is the worst thing. Well, I thought they would be, I think you would think they would have empathy for uh, the it, it, was, it wasn't his fault. No, not, no, no. Not in the there slightest. is There is some arrogance in radio that is palpable. <laughs> that is, it's unbelievable. So yeah, so there were some, and there's some specific people that were in that room that I would never... They think they're great. They think they're great comics. A lot of radio people think they can do it. And it's not as easy as it looks. I hear that all the time from radio guys. Well, I need to do that. Bring it on, brother. We got open mic tonight and tomorrow night. I would love to see it. It's not, it's not as easy as it looks. So that dude... Tank, what do you remember any of his stuff? Oh no, yeah. It was All so I remember is feeling now. bad for the feeling guy. Feeling just terrible yeah. because I mean, there was crickets. It, well, oh, the, the circumstances were. I mean, they, half the people we, just lost their jobs or were about to. Right? We <laughs> had we had no business having a Christmas party. Let me just put <laughs> make it that me way. laugh. Go ahead. No. Remember, we get the Smiths gift gift card for twenty five bucks. That was the way to do it, or get like a coupon for a turkey. They would give you the turkey coupon. Go, I scored. That's better than hanging out with coworkers. Well. I you mean, know, our producer, Austin, he uh, sees himself as a bit of a funny man. He is funny. That is Actually, not I will true. Give, I will give Austin credit. Austin is funny and a great singer. Thank and you. And a good guy. Yeah, I like Austin. Uh, is Austin. he there? Yeah. Hi, Austin. Keith. Hey, man, one of my how favorite are you? comics of all time. I said so on uh, Facebook see, not a day ago. They, they, season's greetings. <laughs> I, thank you so much. Uh, Everybody who aspires to be funny is, uh, you know, best buddies with uh, – with uh, Keith here. No, but, but, uh, but see, I tried the stand-up thing, failed, and so then I got the radio gig. That's, so Keith is right. You can't go radio to stand-up. You fail in stand-up, then you go to radio. Yeah, it, it's tough. You know, that's what Corolla did. Corolla didn't sta- start in, you know, he has the radio and the podcast yeah. now, but he didn't start in stand-up. Wasn't he enormously successful with that thing? With the radio? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's very successful, yeah. but he's doing stand-up now, but he didn't really start in that. He started more in improv, and he started in just doing commentary. He was a boxer too so, so you yep. take so you take the risk you're in front of everybody i can't imagine anything being more intimidating mm-hmm. than that uh you take the risk but man i'll tell you when you hit it must be enormously rewarding oh it feels good it feels good and uh you know but the comics remember the the bad ones 
I guarantee, I don't know who you're talking about, the comedian that ate it at the Simmons party, <laughs> but I promise you he remembers because every comic remembers every eat, but they don't really remember the good ones because they're supposed to be good. All right. Right? So, you know, if, you get, if something great happens, like, well... You know. What's the posture of your guy who is kind of takes that make me laugh, kind of crossed arms, sitting back uh, in the chair, being uh, all smug and daring you so to be funny? So in other words, Gordon. <laughs> I, I've, had, I've had that happen. I, had an, I, I got flown out. Sears. So some people from Sears saw me do a gig here. So they flew me to Chicago, took me to a Cubs game, it limo everything, and it was in the big Sears Tower in downtown Chicago. Yeah. So I left Ogden, Utah. I got paid a couple grand, right, at the time. You, you'll take it, right? And I got there to the gig, and the guy who booked me just gave me stink eye the whole time. He leaned back, folded his arms, and I think he was kind of... I think he wanted to be a comic, so he stonewalled me, and when he stonewalled me, of course, the rest of the employees, they're not going to laugh, and I tanked. So after going to a Cubs game, only time in my life, flying, flown out there, got paid great money, I ate it like a plow horse. It was <laughs> unbelievable. Was it worth it? No. No. I mean, uh, How I, much money would it have taken to make it worth it? Uh, at least five grand. But here's the deal. <laughs> the show was so bad, because normally they pay you the night of, don't, they'll hand you the money or whatever, and that's the agreement. I couldn't get out of there quick enough. I got. I said thank you, good night. Or it was actually an afternoon gig. I got thank you so much, and I walked out the door. I didn't stick around to wait for the check in the envelope. It was like, dude, you can mail it whenever. <laughs> I want to. I got to get out of here. I got some weeping to do. <laughs> All right, he's gonna stick around with us. Uh, we're gonna talk sports with Keith coming up right around the corner. We're live at Wise Guys downtown, but there are three locations: downtown, Jordan Landing, and Ogden. More with. Keith Keith, uh, coming up next, NBA Roundtable at 4 o'clock, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It was a beautiful day, sun beat down, I had the radio. All right, it's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's a total request Tuesday, and everybody who jumps on the show today is going to get a chance to request someone. Keith Stubbs went with little Tom Petty. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. We are live at Wise Guys, and Keith Stubbs is with us once again. Um, He's the mastermind behind the whole operation. Did uh, Keith, uh, did you... uh, Let's see. Let's get your microphone turned on, whichever one it is. Uh, but uh, we'll get it figured out wherever Zach went. We're just going to turn. We're going to turn every microphone on. That'll work, right? <laughs> All right. Speak. Hello. Uh uh-uh. You turned everyone on. You missed one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, there we go. First, uh, first of all, I got t- I picked Tom Petty. Back to that. Let's go back thirty seconds. I was at his last concert. Oh wow. Dude, I was there. Wow. I was at the Hollywood Bowl. Remember when he, you guys, look, you're old, right? I love that, was his, it. that was his last I concert? I flew down to, because he's my favorite artist of all time, as far as music, music goes. Went down to Hollywood Bowl, saw him in concert. It was the last night of his tour. Thank you so much. I'm going to go take a nap now. That was his last line. I'm going to go take a nap now, which, you know, when a guy dies a week later, you think that's 
you know, there's something to it. Right. But of course, she didn't think anything at that point. She no. really was tired. And then, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a Tom Petty dude. That's did wild. You get, did you get the box meal that they uh, feed you there at the Hollywood Bowl? Yes, I did. And yeah. I bought, you know what? They were selling those t shirts. Since it was the last night of the tour, there were those dudes hawking t shirts on the way out. <laughs> and they were selling for five bucks each because they wanted to unload them. Yeah. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. No, oh, I'm good. Oh, you sure got Too bad. I, man, I could, I could be an eBay millionaire, man. <laughs> hey, did uh, did you hear that little extra thing we're doing today with the, with the jazz tickets? What is that? What are you uh, doing? Come in and talk to Carly, our good friend uh, Carly Robbins right over there. Uh, you could win a pair of jazz tickets to tomorrow night's home opener, uh, dinner, and you get to participate in an event at halftime that uh, could uh, big-time prizes on the line. You mean like one of the uh, half-court shot, that type of stuff? It's, 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 a, it's some sort of game show type thing. Oh, those are good. Yeah. But, not, but not trivia, she said. Okay, so. so now you have to come talk to Carly. What do you have to do? you have to convince her of something? What do you have to oh, do? Oh, no, no, no. Just to come. It's basically just entering to win. Oh, so is it like uh, you put your name on a ticket and you draw a name? Is that the way it's going to go down? She's not sure yet. So they're working out the details. Well, what you want to do is come down to Wise Guys. Talk to Carly. She likes you. Carly's here, and she seems very friendly. Is Keith eligible? Am I eligible for this, Carly? See, there you go. She's uh, making the rules up as she goes. That's not good. That's how she Uh, hesitated. (laughs) Let's, uh, Let's talk some football real quick. Because uh, I want to, I want to get your thoughts on what's going on down in Provo and what's going on up here in uh, in Salt Lake. But let's start with BYU beating Boise. Well, How as about a, that? Ad, that was an exciting game. As as a guy who went there for one semester, Keith Stubbs, um, and then I ended up in Ecuador somehow. But I will tell you this: that was that surprised me. I thought it was over. I thought after that South Florida thing, it was going to be over for BYU. And the fact that they were able to gird up their loins and get it together and go out there and still play hard. And then even when Boise State was coming back to still play hard and not fold. What you think of that fourth and one call? Oh, man, that was that was insane. But they they did it. So now I'm encouraged. Now I feel like, OK, they they how will they do against Utah State? Which is going to be fun. Yeah, like come on. That's gonna be a, oh, yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, everybody yeah. likes him. Yeah, he seems like a friendly Except guy. Except for the people that don't want him to get an extension. Except for those folks. Except for them. Uh-huh. Who are those folks? Well, I don't know. You see it a lot online. Is folks, it, folks are, are is it Tom Homo? We don't know. We don't know that either. But but if they were really sold he's going to be the coach, they would have extended him in the offseason. They didn't. So it's created definitely a controversy. Mm-hmm. What about the Utes? Uh, Utes are great. I'm not a Ute fan. And they bug me. And... <laughs> You know it's you weird. You mean they just bug you? No. Just that yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, so here's no what use. happened. BYU used to be, uh, I can say, right? right? Are we good? Yeah. yeah. Good. BYU used to be the most arrogant. Look, and I was a BYU guy, okay? So nothing more arrogant than a BYU fan. And then BYU starts getting beat down. Now they kind of become, you, you feel bad for them, right? That's the way it works. And then Utah jumped right in that same spot of like, uh, and, and so, yeah, it's, it's painful. It, Great team. Love Kyle Whittingham. I'm sure they're all great guys, but it, it gets to be a little much for a guy like me. It's funny how the, the landscape has evolved over the past <laughs> 20, or, uh, oh, 20 it's or totally, years. And yeah. that's, that's my point. It totally flipped because there was a point when BYU, it was as far as dealing with the fans, the, the arrogance was palpable. Well, here's and, the, and I believe it's just been a switch. And here's the difference now, though, is that everybody has, with social media, everybody has the ability mm-hmm. to make their opinions heard uh-huh. at various levels. And, and, and not 
everyone get, not everyone should. It, it's so much and more they, magnified. And they got that keyboard, keyboard courage oh, right, yeah, to hide yeah. behind no, the, the I screen think, name. I think there should be some kind of – look, you have to get tested for a lot of things in this world. <laughs> There's so many just painful dummies out there on Twitter and on social media that are – they're mean, man. They are, there are some mean people out there. And – but – if you talk to them face-to-face, they would not be that way. I'm sure you guys get plenty of it. Oh, oh yeah. Has Pierre, uh, what's his name, Delecto? Has he been in to see a show here? Uh, Pierre Delecto has been here a couple of times with the fake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, I love it that he's basically owned that. Well, he got, he got caught. He had to. Yeah. Well, but he kind of acknowledged it was the reason he got caught, right? He said he had it. He had to know. I mean, they were going to find somebody was going to find it eventually. Do you have a right? burner account? Uh, no, 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 no. I have a real account that uh, a lot of times I just end up muting people. <laughs> but I, I'm just I just think that social media as a rule has just gone way too far. I feel that way about people who review things and Yelp reviews and gripe about stuff. They gripe about McDonald's and their French fries not being good. Don't go. <laughs> Don't go. What do you expect? <laughs> what they're, they're McDonald's fries. I like McDonald's fries. Sometimes you get bad McDonald's. Do you ever go there and they're cold? And you know what you do? You roll with it. You're an adult. You move on. And that's what you need to do. Can I, can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Uh, because you're in the comedy world. So I had the misfortune of following Bill Cosby on Twitter when everybody thought he was a, a, a normal person. But the thing And every once in a while, the guy still tweets. How is this guy tweeting? He's in. You know, I opened for him. I know that. Yeah, I actually do that. Absolutely. I, I, I opened for him. I've got a picture. Is that back when he was doing with, Noah? With me in the building. <laughs> no, no. It was at Kingsbury Hall. You want to hear a story? Here's my, here's my story. So before the whole thing came out about Cosby, the whole, you know, all the hullabaloo before mm. it was a big story, I was in the green room at Kingsbury Hall right before his show. So I'm down there with Cosby and with his manager, and there were several ladies there, and these ladies all worked for Delta, and they had helped him through the airport. So whenever there's a celebrity coming through the airport, a lot of times they'll help that person get through so they don't get mobbed by all the yahoos out there. Right. So these ladies, they helped him at the airports. So he said, you know, come out to the show when you could so he invites them to the show. They're in the green room. So I'm in the green room. His manager's in the green room. Cosby is sitting down in a chair. And I uh, barely see, by the way, at the time. But he, he's sitting in a chair. And the ladies want to get a picture. He says, come on, ladies, come sit down. So these ladies sat down. And then he starts starts groping. Really? Yeah, he true. I'm wow. not kidding you. Feel? Yes, he did. He was, and they were like, "Okay, Mr. Cosby." And they were kind of like grabbing his hand and moving it away. Unbelievable. And he was like trying to get a little something. Wow. And this was before. So when everything came out, I was like, "Ah." He didn't, you know. Well, that explains it. So there wow. you go. So I'm not saying the man's guilty. But he Just still <laughs> tweets. How does he tweet? How is know. that? A, you could do that from there? Well, what happened to me is that every once in a while, he, he has tweeted me. He has sent me a tweet. He said, what's up, Mr. Stubbs? He did that. I don't know. He didn't do that accent. What's up, Mr. He did that. <laughs> and I suddenly got just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of messages because he has, I think at least he did at the time, a couple million followers. So just that impact was crazy. But I, I don't need him to tweet me anymore. One last thing, Keith. Who's the funniest man or woman on the planet? Um, let me see. Funniest person. My favorite comic? Is that what you're asking me? Or funniest person? Well, take it which way you want. I'll say this. My favorite comic is Colin Quinn. 
Colin, he's out of New York, and he, you know, he was an SNL guy. He is my favorite. He just makes person. you bust you up. Yeah, I just, I think he's great. I think he's really smart. He's fun to watch. He's, he's just a great comic. My favorite all-time comic was Rickles. It was Don Rickles. That's wow. why there's a thing on the front of the building of Rickles. But Rickles was my favorite. And I've seen him a few times. I saw him a few times uh, in Vegas and other places, and he was just my favorite. But, but who, who do you like? I, I, I don't know. Do you like, like anybody? Well, I'm telling you, the Scal- Scalar brothers are pretty hilarious. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah they were I've, funny. We yeah, laughed, uh, and it, I don't know. I just, I just love to laugh, man. Anybody who can make me laugh, I, I can't get enough of. Keith, it. Keith, you yeah. just had one of my favorites, Gary Goldman. He's Gary terrific. Goldman was here last weekend, had an HBO special, and he is a great comic. Yeah, you're right about that. Our impressionist still uh, is that sort of passe now? It, yeah, there's not as much. Frank Caliendo's still out there doing yeah. it. He still does a great job, but there's not as much of that as there was. I think comedy changes. I think things, just like music changes, everything changes, and I think comedy does too. All right, we'll have more next live from Wise Guys. He is the great Keith Stubbs. It is the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a big show here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live at Wise Guys. We're going to uh, kick it off starting coming up next. Uh, David James is here. Hanson Scotty will be here. PK coming a little bit later along with Tony Parks. Uh, You do have an opportunity to go to the game tomorrow. If you come down here, talk to Carly, you'll be uh, entered to win a pair of tickets to the game dinner and the opportunity to compete at halftime for buco prizes and dollars uh dj real quick before we get to our friend kent from technoglass give us a a tease of what you're bringing to the table in the round table starting next it is a beautiful day the world series begins tonight the nba begins tonight the jazz begin tomorrow night come to me sports fans (laughs) let us speak of all things athletic preach it is a beautiful day you think my nationals have a chance Absolutely. My guys, do, can we do it? A chance. You're no. not the favorite, but you absolutely have a chance. When you have that kind of starting pitching, you have a chance. Can your aces beat their aces? Both teams have multiple aces. You're only supposed to well, have the other guys have more. But it doesn't matter if your guys beat their guys. Yeah. How did Manny Machado play this year? Yeah. I mean, they ended up being – they spent the money – they spent the money. They brought guys in. They also brought young guys up. They have a good young prospect that they brought up that they didn't have to before, you know, the arbitration day. You like to keep him. You're like, Mike Trout just isn't ready yet. We have to leave him in Salt Lake City. <laughs> no, you're just waiting for the date. So his arbitration gets pushed back a year. And his free agency gets pushed back a year. So they did everything right. But then when it's all said and done, they're just the kings of 73 and 89. I mean, they haven't been as awful as the Suns have been. But they've been below 500 like the Suns for 9 out of 10 years, 10 out of 11 years. It's been a bad run. They haven't completely stunk it up. And the good news is they've had multiple owners, and the current owner is local and seems to be doing the right things. So 
I can't hold him responsible for the entire decade. It's kind All of right. been a bad run for 55 years, hasn't it? Hey, now. They went to Why the you got to be like that? There was a, Except for one, I guess. There was a, two. Two. And there was a nice run, even though it didn't end up in the World Series, like the 05, 06, 07, 08 in there. It was a nice run. They were in the playoffs twice. They're, what would be the wild card game now? It was a one-game playoff with the Rockies. So I wasn't complaining about those years. Those are, you know, if you can get to 90 wins, you got a good team, and then you take your chances. But... <laughs> 73 and 89 year after year gets old. Yeah. Like, David James, Hans Olsen, Scotty G, jump on the NBA roundtable. Coming up next. But joining us now, he's our good friend Kent from Technoglass. Kent, how are you? I am doing good this afternoon. And uh, Zone listeners, if you're driving home and you've got a cracked windshield, you know how hard it is to see uh, out that front windshield. If you can imagine what it's going to be like uh, when winter comes, it's going to get even worse. But Tetanaglass has an amazing deal on the big show for you until 6 p.m. tonight. Now, this is the last chance of the year. It doesn't get any better than this. $99 windshield. You heard it right. $75 labor install. Over 85% of the vehicles qualify. Now, guys, in order for your listeners to get that $99 windshield, they don't have to get it done tonight. All they have to do is call. We've got operators standing by. Call before 6 p.m. and schedule a time that's convenient for you. $99 windshield, $75 labor install. Call right now to get this amazing deal. Here's the number, 801-562-2200, 801-562-2200. Back to you guys. Thank you very much, Kent. Get on the books tonight. People get that taken care of. 801-562-2200. 801-562-2200. The NBA Roundtable starts next here on The Big Show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.